0: Hello and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan and it's a pleasure to have you here. It is September 21st and we will be reading paragraphs 2063 through 2069 today. And we just started uh, section 2 the Ten Commandments and we'll be talking about the Decalogue and Sacred Scripture, the Decalogue and the Church's Tradition, and the unity of the Decalogue today. So... uh, And today is the Feast of St. Matthew. So we begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The covenant and dialogue between God and man are also attested to by the fact that all the obligations are stated in the first person, I am the Lord, and addressed by God to another personal subject, you. In all God's commandments, the singular personal pronoun Designates the recipient. God makes His will known to each person in particular, at the same time He makes it known to the whole people. The Lord prescribed love towards God and taught justice towards neighbor, so that man would be neither unjust nor unworthy of God. Thus, through the Decalogue, God prepared man to become his friend and to live in harmony with his neighbor. The words of the Decalogue remain likewise for us Christians. Far from being abolished, they have received amplification and development from the fact of the coming of the Lord in the flesh. The Decalogue and the Church's Tradition. In fidelity to Scripture and in conformity with the example of Jesus, the tradition of the Church has acknowledged the primordial importance and significance of the Decalogue. Ever since St. Augustine, the Ten Commandments have occupied a predominant place in the catechesis of baptismal candidates and the faithful. In the fifteenth century, the custom arose of expressing the commandments of the Decalogue in rhymed formula, easy to memorize, and in positive form. They are still in use today. The catechisms of the Church have often expounded Christian morality by following the order of the Ten Commandments. The division and numbering of the commandments have varied in the course of history. The present catechism follows the division of the commandments established by St. Augustine, which has become traditional in the Catholic Church. It is also that of the Lutheran confessions. The Greek fathers worked out a slightly different division, which is found in the Orthodox churches and Reformed communities. The Ten Commandments state what is required in the love of God and love of neighbor. The first three concern love of God and the other seven love of neighbor. As charity comprises the two commandments to which the Lord related the whole law and the prophets, so the Ten Commandments were themselves given on two tablets. Three were written on one tablet and seven on the other. The Council of Trent teaches that the Ten Commandments are obligatory for Christians and that the justified man is still bound to keep them. The Second Vatican Council confirms The bishops, successors of the apostles, receive from the Lord the mission of teaching all peoples and of preaching the gospel to every creature, so that all men may attain salvation through faith, baptism, and the observance of the commandments. The unity of the Decalogue. The Decalogue forms a coherent whole. Each word refers to each of the others and to all of them. They reciprocally condition one another. The two tablets shed light on one another. They form an organic unity. To to transgress one commandment is to infringe all the others. One cannot honor another person without blessing God, his creator. One cannot adore God without loving all men, his creatures. The Decalogue brings man's religious and social life into unity. Thus ends our reading today from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The website is daily Catholic Catechism.com and you can email me at daily Catechism at gmail dot com. God bless you all and may these teachings handed down by the apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life. Amen.